there's never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world. Even though a lot of you don't like to hear it, I just, it's facts. I'm the best. You know what I mean? I sometimes I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth. I'm the best. Fresh green only. Fresh green only. Fresh green only. Murmur it up, T bags. Fresh green only. Fresh green only. Fresh green only. It's still real to me, damn it. Fresh Green Bowling! What's up, guys? We are back. It is that time of year. It's back. I'm fucking excited. We're excited. Uh, sure, all you guys are excited. Yeah. Uh, I Like I said, I'm just ready for Michael not to be champion anymore, which, I mean, you guys will be listening to this Thursday morning if you're hardcore uh, pod guys. Yeah, if you're into this pod, you'll be listening to it. First thing Thursday when it comes out, like like we will. Speaking of, uh, apparently Chris was in, you know, he was in the league for the first year of it. He didn't even know we had a podcast. See, Stu, you didn't know we had a podcast? Yeah, that's what he told Jesse. Apparent, but uh, he was one of the people that weren't in the group chat for some reason because of his phone, but f- fuck it, welcome. Welcome, uh, and... You're gonna have some shit talked on you, so. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to the tongue tunnels for sure at some point. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, but it is about you, C Stu. Exactly. Let's just start off. How do you feel? How do you feel about the team? About my team, and my, well, mine and Austin's team. How I feel? Uh, I feel like we went in there with somewhat of a game plan, and came out uh, a little bit broken. My shoulder tripped off the port. What the fuck? Okay. Keller seen it. But our team is fucking trash, guys. You're not, so you're not excited for this team? Not excited. Yeah, I could. Uh, I This is the worst I felt about a team coming out of a draft in a while. Um, but the worst I ever felt coming out of a draft, I won. Well, David I, I Johnson ship out of is it. my RB1, so that. That could serve as a problem for me and Austin. Yeah. Who but, knows, though? But you got Patty. We got Patrick Mahomes, so we got a chance every week. We have a chance. Exactly. But we are just going to get into the, the nitty-gritty. Um, we tried to record uh, the Championship Week podcast. It ended up just being pickle shots. And hot shots. And hot shots. Hot shots golf. Hot shot. We did play some hot shots golf that night till about three a.m. I went to edit and it was unusable because we were drunker than hell. So you didn't get one. So this is we're gonna we're gonna go over, uh, I guess the champion from last year. Yeah, we'll we'll give his team a shout out, um, especially since Michael rebuilt it. Congratulations, Michael. I will say you do have the coolest kicks in the cave. Those are some nice kicks. Those are some nice kicks. Well, you, you should have had some kicks, mate. I'm kind of jealous. You, uh, you could have beat them to the punch. I kind I kind of want my own for my own two championships, but yeah. I don't think I, – I think he stole the, the thunder on that one. So I don't think – I'll leave it to you. Uh, Whitney you, did a good job on those. You need like a belt buckle or some shit. Um, but, yeah, so let's just get into it. Michael – So Michael won. Michael won 171.9 to 121. Point one over Max. Um, go figure. Yep, go figure. So, Michael first, Max second. Um, Clarence, Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, destroyed Mark in that in that third playoff round um, for third place, one hundred fifty four point six to seventy nine point three. 
but I can't forget about my boy over here and his partner. Yeah, I think we got a little consolation prize. Two-time loser bowl champ back-to-back. Led by Lamar Jackson both years. Well, you know, it's... We're going for the real championship this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, it sounds like you have a lot of faith in your team from... No faith, no faith. (laughs) Not in my team right now, just in our trades that we will make. Hey, if anybody wants to trade, you know... It's there. Yeah, it's always there. Yep. So, but anyway, like I said, we'll give uh, we'll give Michael's team a, a quick little shout out real fast. Um, once again, his team was absolutely awful um, at the beginning of the year, and then he just tilted, traded away everybody, and came out a champ. He ended up with Zeke and Fournette. Had Michael Thomas the whole year. He just a monster team. Yeah, it uh. We had some conspiracies about it. We did. We were going all Liz croaking over here. We <laughs> we we did. Um, it is an unsolved mystery for sure. But you know what? He is he is the champ. Can't take it away. Two time. All right. Let's stop talking about it. Yep. Congratulations, Michael. We're done talking about it. It's as if it didn't happen. But we did have the best day of the year on Saturday, Sunday, whatever day it was. Labor Day fucked me up. Felt like a Saturday. It was just such a good day. A lot of fun. A lot of fun going into the draft. Uh, you know, auction drafts are the only way to go now. They are the best. Oh, yeah. And I remember the first time it took like six hours. We're in a nice, cool, quick moving draft nowadays. We're, we're all uh, seasoned pros. Yeah, some of us decided to blow our wads early. Some of us decided to keep a little bit of change around towards the end to pick up some players you wanted so there's there's many strategies yeah i'm not usually a wad blower but i i I tried it this year didn't plan on trying it but it just kind of happened i I, yeah i i like i liked your approach this year bro what do you think should we go over some uh maybe some surprises of the draft yeah the biggest surprise to me is keller drafted two defenses and that's his only bench player. Yeah, the black holes really got him. The black holes definitely got him. Especially- oh, biggest surprise number two. Nobody uh, shoved any gummies up their ass. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that. I was on high alert. Look at you guys. Yeah. Couldn't live up to your promise. I went ahead and tried it when I got home that night. And the results were? The booty felt good. <laughs> There it is. Um, nobody drafted an injured player. Yep, no Jarek McKinnons this year. Uh, overspending. Let's see. I think I think there was some overspending. No, yeah, but not a whole bunch, and not to a, a ridiculous level either. Um, you did, you know, our the Christian McCaffrey's of the world. They went, you know, in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, I, fe- I felt like there was more running back value this year. Like, because you could get a top twelve running back. What about Max Scott, Miles Sanders for like thirty nine dollars? That did not happen last year. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon type, and Joe Mixon went for quite a bit. But Miles yeah. Sanders, your your Josh Jacobs, that kind of tier. They kind of they 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 let you 
keep a little bit of money and not have to spend up on your Christian McCaffrey or Zeke or Kamara. Exactly. And like I said, just, you know, in years past, those running backs didn't, you know, they, they were gone for a lot more, you know. Miles Sanders last year probably would have went for 52, 53 bucks, you know. But, you know, we're, we're evolving as a league. Yeah, and and the league itself is is evolving. So, a lot of depth, a lot of depth, especially at wide receiver this year. Yep, definitely a lot of depth. Um, I you say a lot of depth at wide receiver. I need a wide receiver three once again on the market for a wide receiver three. Just thought I'd get that out there. But what, what we're gonna do, uh, and we do this every year to start the year. Um, we're going to go over the the power rankings. I know. Clarence sent some out. Um, I use Fantasy Pros. That's just what we've always done. So we're going to keep that tradition alive. I will bring it up just real fast. All right. So these are the power rankings as of uh, today, which was which was waiver day. So um, I know after the draft, it looked quite a bit different. But uh, yeah, we, we we everybody has for the most part a full roster. So uh, let's just start it off. Who's number one, Kale? Number one in the power ranking, score of 100, whatever that means. Fetus Eaters. That's 100 out of 100, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, I know for the most part, Fantasy Pros will do that if you have Christian McCaffrey. So Okay, so Fetus Eaters, strength by position. Got a hella good defense and special team squad. Your running back and tight end positions are a big strength of your team there. Which I absolutely disagree because do you know who is sitting on his bench as a tight end? Jared. Okay, first of all, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. So yeah, um, I disagree with any tight high tight end ranking that has Jared Cook involved. I don't care if you have Kelsey, if you have Cook as well, you deserve to be in the fucking basement, down to the toilet. Anyway, number two, the two-headed monster. Ryan Keller himself, Mr. Black Hole. The double-ended dildo. I guess, but um, not surprising at all. Um, his number one strength is running back. That's what happens when you get um, Zeke and Kamara. You're just set up to, you know, to dominate. We've seen this, you know, constantly happen. Uh, Max did it last year with two high-end running backs. Clarence did it the year before, usually with good results. Um, it also says flex, and uh, right now he has four net in the flex. We will, we will see. That's the that's the that's the best you can say about that, I guess. Yeah, I've I've expressed my feelings about four net, but yeah, he's got a, uh, you know, he's got his handcuff. Tony Pollard. If something happens to Zeke, that's a that's a good thing to have. Number three in the rankings, ODB, the eight pound shits. Brock didn't like his draft, but he came out with uh, some strengths by position, defense and special teams. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, I'm going to kill you with those defense and special, special teams. teams. Uh, running back, wide receiver, they're saying you got plenty of plenty of depth there. It's just a – I'm just very middle of the road. Um, that That's what I feel like. My team is – very middle of the road. I do have, hopefully, three explosive scores in um, Edwards Hilaire and Miles Sanders. I think they, they will pan out. And then Julio Jones, Mr. Consistent. You know, here's here's for nine and 112. 
So looking at your team, I like the uh, I like your wide receivers. I feel like your running backs have some question marks. I agree. Um, you know, but it's an Andy Reid running back. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, we know Miles Sanders is your guy. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Go get him. Kind of like Carson Wentz. Have no idea how that happened. Anyway, but yep, I am up at number three. Number four is the Raheem team. We have Clarence coming in. Um, yeah, his his he has the second best running back tandem according to Fantasy Pros. Uh, you know, he's got Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. So that is a hell of a one-two punch. Uh, you know, he's he's middle of the road flex, middle of the road wide receiver. Uh, on the back end of QB and tight end, but uh, yeah, very solid team with a hell of a one-two punch. And you got Michael Thomas, so that always helps. Coming in at number five, the whistling bungholes, the one-time champion of the FGBL, uh, strengths at tight end, flex, and running back position. The whistling bungholes and the Tokyo Drifters—is that what it is? Yes. Starting Tyrod Taylor at your quarterback position. Better get better there, son. He does have Drew Brees as well, so I, uh, he'll probably play the matchup, is my guess. But Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler at the running back position. I like it. Yeah, I like Mark Ingram in the flex, and then you can never go wrong with George Kittle at tight end. Solid. Number six, mixing it up. We got Connor coming in. Um you know, he has he has Dak Prescott, so, you know, uh, he's high up on quarterback, uh, pretty high up on tight end with Darren Waller. Uh, he's got Joe Mixon. He's got Chris Carson, Amari Cooper. He's He's got a pretty, uh, pretty solid team, you yeah, know? Yeah, the Oklahoma boys at the running back position. I like it. I like both those running backs. Keenan Allen got him on the cheap. Yeah, yeah, he really did. That was real cheap, um, and I think that will uh, pan out for him, honestly. I say that. I had Keenan Allen in my flex last year, and he just shit the bed. All right, coming in at number seven, two champs, one chub, Michael. Flexing. Flexing on him with the uh, strength of position, defensive special teams, wide receiver, and flex. Uh, two champs, one chub. You got Nick Chubb. That's always nice to have. little competition there, but, hey, it doesn't matter. James Conner looking for a bounce back year. But the wide receiver is Hopkins and Evans. I like it. Yeah, I like that. And then you throw Odell into the flex. Uh, his team could do some damage, that's for sure. Is Mike Evans Randy Moss 2.0? No. Absolutely not. You're fucking crazy. You are fucking crazy. Number eight, we got the Buffalo Soldiers. We got Max. Uh, he's got Kelsey, so he's up there on tight end. Wide receiver. Uh, you know, he, he's got Tyreek, he's got Adam Thielen, good one-two punch. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you know, number two. He's got Zach Moss in there, RB2, so a little weak at, at a running back. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely got some strengths elsewhere, and, uh, yeah, good, I think I think yeah, he could yeah. get some wins. I think he's there's a good chance that he's going to finish second. Is that your bold prediction? We're not doing that yet. <laughs> That's not really a bold uh, prediction. That's kind of... Status quo for, for the Buffalo Soldiers. All right. Auction drafts are racist. Who could not agree with that? Nick. Having a decent draft. Coming in at number nine, though. 
Uh, Russell Wilson. Looking for a big year out of Russell. Marlon Mack, Kenyon Drake at your uh, running back position. Not He's too, also got Jonathan Taylor on the bench. Got, so Got JT on the bench. That's good. That's good for uh, a little bit of depth. But uh, Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods. Pretty good little uh, uh, wide receiver trio there with starting Hayden Hurst looking for a breakout. Yep, also has Kareem Hunt. So And you got Fitzpatrick in the lineup. Yep. Uh, so the magic can happen. We're, we're always game for Fitzpatrick in the lineup. That is for damn sure. Um, all right, on to number 10, my uh, my my cohort. The bro team. My comrade, my colleague over here, Kale, and his and his uh, hetero life mate, Austin, coming in at number 10. Uh, QB, strength, absolute. Uh, that's what happens when you have Patty Mahomes. Um, also, a strength of theirs, wide receiver, um, and you can see why. Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin. It, 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 I, I really, really like that one-two punch. Galladay is always criminally underrated. Um, so, yeah, Tyler Higby. Yeah, we got Brennan Cooks. We got Jerry Judy. Uh, hopefully, Miko Hardman can make some noise this year. Uh, yeah, so we don't got a lot of depth there at wide receiver, but we got two really, really good ones. Get yourself a bro team, guys. It's a lot of fun. The Glizzy Gods. I found out what Glizzy was today. Oh, I said it at the draft because I have a 12-year-old son that I'm sure you guys can hear screaming at his friends. The Glizzy (laughs) Glizzy Gods. I guess a mouthful. Chris Stewart, back in the league. Down at the bottom of the rankings. That's okay. I'm there too. But I'd say strength at quarterback. And wide receiver, okay? We're starting Deshaun Watson. Uh, rolling out Cam Akers, Melvin Gordon at the running back position, but Juju and Devontae Adams could be a really good tandem at the wide receiver position. Yep, absolutely. Then you got you know you got Evan Ingram if he stays healthy, you know, there. You got Marvin Jones Jr. in the flex, solid. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson, Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram, starting defense. <laughs> starting defense. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he's got Cam Akers in right now. So, uh, But, yeah, it's definitely got some promise. You just never know with fantasy football. That's for damn sure. And last, but certainly not gay, Mark Maddox, the golden god, coming in at 12th place. He was dozing out. I saw him at times just feeling sick. You could see it, but I couldn't take it serious because he had that ring pressed up against his face. Weighing him down, but hey, uh, let's give it up for Mark for uh, coming in with Salmonella, and I didn't get it. Did anybody else get it? I, I mean, I already had the shits prior, so if I do, I never knew. Shits prior. Shits prior. Anyway, Lamar Jackson, uh, so he's high on QB. You can you can guess that. Uh, and then, you know, his tight end. He's got an extremely solid tight end. Is that correct? He's got an extremely solid. <laughs> he's got an extremely solid tight end, Zach Ertz. He's got Stephon Diggs, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Todd Gurley, Aaron Jones. That super flex, though, Kyler Murray. Yeah, that's a hell of a super flex. So he is definitely set up at quarterback. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. Yep. 
So I, I he's in a good position. He they may say he's last. How but is he ranked last? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Some, I feel a lot better about my ranking now that Mark's way down there. Yeah. So it, it's fantasy. You just never fucking know. I've seen terrible teams win. I'm talking to you, Team Shithawks. Teddy boy. I talked to him last week or last night. He isn't fucking listening, but you know it's true. It's true. Shitty teams have prevailed. That's right. Anyway, that is the end of our power rankings. Um, We will be getting into our week one preview coming up right after a word from our commercial sponsors. Us at Southside Sonic would like to thank you for nominating us for being the best Sonic in northern Oklahoma. Because of that, we thank you guys. My name's Clarence, and I'm just proud that it shows our dedication to quality food and customer service is being appreciated. We would also like to highlight some of our best sellers and hear all about the menu items. Let them know about the chicken wraps, Kyle. Oh, I've been fucking them chicken wraps. Yeah, mm-hmm. Them's my favorite. God damn it. I used to consider myself an ass man till I discovered that these chicken wraps had 100% chicken breast. So I also been titty fucking them things. No, 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 we haven't. Nobody's been making animal noises with the chicken wraps. That's ranch dressing, not e-jack juice. I can, I can, I can promise you that. So, oh, all right, Connor, you gotta save us, bud. Hell, man, more like Frito Chili Cream Pie. Son of a bitch! All right, all right, just take it to the worst. You can save us. You can save us. Alright, don't forget all about our shakes and desserts and our special Sonic Blast. One of our former employees, Mike Wyatt, will lay it all out for you. Oh, you want to talk about a blast? Everyone's been jizzing in these blasts. That's why they call it a blast. Uh, what? What's the blast made of? What makes it so good? It's got four full loads of jizz, and not just any jizz. I'm talking hand milk jizz, baby. What in the fuck? Where the hell did you get four hand milk jizzes to add to the blast anyway? So, my friend Todd taught me how to give really good hand jobs. Man, why the hell do you have to bring that up now? Listen to me, Clarence. You talk to me like that again, your ass will be selling used butt plugs down at the Emporium. God damn, don't get all jammed up over there. Can you just tell them about the, apparently the non-semen options? No, no, I don't fuck with that. No. My name's Michael Wyatt. I hate Hey, at least the customers are happy, and the customers are always right. Boy, don't be playing with me with these weak-ass french fries. They always soggy, they always sticking together. God damn it. Fine. The fries suck, you win. But you have to admit, the tops are badass. Right, Chris? Yeah, that's one of my favorite items. Okay, but did you know that our blasts have four full loads of hand milk jizz? Alright, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'd rather hang out in a room with my goddamn ex-wives. Wow. Hey, <laughs> hey thanks Southside Sonic for the uh for the ad. <laughs> uh, wow, that's a good one. Yeah, when half the fucking league has worked there. I don't know why he gave Connor <laughs> such a deep voice. No 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 no. All right. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> all right, fuck it, let's get into it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm speechless. That's that's fantastic. All right, it is time to get into the week one preview. Game preview. Snap. We got a new one. New drop. New drop. Oh, fuck. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited for this. All right, and let's get started. We will get started with the, uh, I guess, the the current FGBL champ. And Michael Wyatt, two champs, one chub. He is going up against Kyle Streeter, the whistling bunghole Tokyo Drift. Um, two champs, one chub leads the series two to one, nothing but blowouts on both sides, but let's get right into it. We've got Kyle. He is a projected favorite, 129 points. Meanwhile, Michael is projected 117 points at QB. Kyle starting Tyrod Taylor projected 18 points against the Bengals. Uh, on the other side, Matt, uh, Michael has Matt Stafford going up against the Chicago Bears. Uh, I think I'm going to give it to Tyrod on, on this one, actually. What about yourself? Who am I going to give it to? I like Matthew Stafford uh, full season. Uh, Cincinnati's defense still has some question marks. so But so does Tyrod Taylor. I'm going with Stafford. Okay. Yeah, and I agree. I like Stafford better season long for sure. But uh, that Chicago Bears defense is – I still think it's going to be the Chicago Bears defense, so. Down to running back, though. Dalvin Cook projected 20 points, and Austin Eckler projected 16 points uh, for Kyle over there. On the other side, Michael is starting Nick Chubb and James Conner, and I, I think i got to give it to, to Cook and Eckler. Yeah, I'm going to give it to uh, Cook and Eckler as well. Uh, decent match, re- really good matchups on that side. Uh, and just a lot of talent. Yep, I agree. In the wide receiver spot, we have Marquise, Hollywood, Brown. Hollywood? And Devontae Parker going up against Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins. Brown against Cleveland. Parker against New England. Uh, I don't think that really matters because I'm going to go with Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins. Just uh, out-talented. Tid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with that out-talented. Out-talented receivers. There we go. Um, I will also give to Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins, just there's more talent on on that side. Um, In the tight end spot, we have George Kittle going up against Austin Hooper. Kittle. Kittle for Kyle. Especially going against Arizona, it's a no-brainer. And in the flex spot, we have a pretty decent matchup here, a head-to-head uh, Mark Ingram for Kyle going up against Odell Beckham Jr. They are playing each other. Uh, I'm going to give it to, say, Mark Ingram's projected 14 points. Odell projected 10. I like Mark Ingram to get in the end zone week one. I'm going to go with Mark. Yeah, I agree. I like Mark Ingram. Uh <sighs> Beckham had, will have a rough day dealing with the cornerbacks um, o- over in Baltimore, so I think I think Mark Ingram is the guy. What do you think about the Superflex? We have a kind of an odd little projection projections here. We got 
Phillip Rivers projected to outscore Drew Brees. I don't think I like that. I don't like it at all. Uh, as well, I am definitely going Drew Brees because Tampa Bay has not done anything to fix that defense. And, yeah, that's why the Saints are going to win the division. Oh, right. And uh, we're not we're not floating down P River this week. No, even though the Jacksonville's uh, defense is pretty bad themselves. Yeah, I just like Drew Brees better. Um, on to the defense. We're going to go with the Bills. They projected 20 points. Wow. Uh, of course, they're playing the Jets. Trying to summon some ghosts. Get some sacks. Some yeah, interceptions. definitely no love for Darnold. On the other side, for Kyle, Bears playing Detroit. Uh, yeah, like we said, we like the Bills here. So, overall... Oh, yeah, it's going to be close. It's going to be close, but uh, I think Kyle is going to even up the series at 2-2. Two and two. Yep, I agree. I give it to Kyle as well. On to the next preview. We have the Buffalo Soldiers going up against the Dream team. Max and Clarence. Max projected 129. Clarence projected 123. Buffalo Soldiers lead the series 4-1. Uh, very lopsided history here. Uh, let's get into it. QB, Aaron Rodgers for Max. Projected 15 points going up against Minnesota. On the other side, we have Jared Goff projected 17 going up against Dallas. I gotta take Aaron Rodgers. What about you, Brock? Actually, I agree. Um, I don't. Minnesota's had a lot of turnover, a lot of turnover on their on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I feel like they're getting a ton of credit this year, and I'm just not a believer yet. Um, I mean, Dallas isn't going to have a good defense by any means, but uh, if it's head to head, Goff versus Rogers, I'll go Rogers. Uh, yeah, and Goff's gonna have to stay on his feet and. I think if Dallas can get some pressure, might be a long day for Los Angeles. On to the running back position. We have some heavy hitters here. We have, for Max, Saquon Barkley projected 19 points against Pittsburgh. And Zach Moss projected 10 points against the Jets. Going up against Josh Jacobs against Carolina projected 18 and Derrick Henry. They got him projected 16 points against Denver. Do you take the one guy in Saquon versus the the duo, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry? No, I do not. I give it to Jacobs and Henry. Um, not only that, I think Jacobs will be the running back to score the most points out of the four. Yeah, it's a tough matchup for Saquon, assuming that Pittsburgh defense is what they were last year. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry as well. All right, so on to the wide receiver. Um, Max is trotting out Tyreek Hill. Projected 17 points against Houston today. And Adam Thielen going up against the Green Bay Packers. He has projected 12 points. On the other side for Clarence, we have Michael Thomas projected 18 points. And then Julian Edelman projected 11 points. Together, they're projected the same amount of points. I was going to call it a wash without looking at the projections. Yeah, that that very much looks like a wash. I will give it. To, I would get. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
No, you go ahead. I'm going to give it to Michael Thomas, Julian Edelman, just because it's a Thursday game yeah. for Tyreek. Yeah. And I know it doesn't matter, but that's just what I went with. Yeah, I, I think I want to go Michael Thomas and Julian Edelman as well. Um, I am curious to see how Julian Edelman does, you know, with Cam Newton. Uh, passing short is not Cam's specialty by any means, but you got to get the ball in Edelman's hands. So How can that not be your thing? I don't know. I don't understand how he's more accurate throwing the ball 50 yards but can't throw 7 yards, but he could pitch it to his left to Christian McCaffrey 30,000 times. It it doesn't quite make sense. And then on to tight end. We've got Travis Kelsey for Max going up against Jonu Smith. Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, that's a no-brainer. Um, we've got the Superflex Gardner Minshew for Max, projected 15 points going up against the Indianapolis Colts. On the other side for Clarence, we have Teddy Bridgewater, projected 17 points going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Who do you give it to, Kale? Well, I don't know. I think I'm going to give it to... Uh to Teddy the weapons he has at his disposal uh, who knows what Las Vegas' defense is going to be like I don't nobody does but I think Indies is going to be okay yep I think I give it to Teddy as well um, like I said there are a lot of question marks on uh, Las Vegas but not nearly as many uh, you know for, for the Colts so yep I'll give it to Bridgewater over to the flex we have Raheem Mostert for Clarence projected 11 points on the other side we have CD's lamb the rook the rook projected eight points for Max I'm gonna give it to Mostert on this one. Oh, it's a coming out party for CD I'm giving it to CD <laughs> oh. lamb wow ballsy I like it uh over for Max we have the Patriots projected 18 points going up against the Miami Dolphins uh and then on the other side Dallas Cowboys projected eight points for Clarence going up against the Rams. I, I and you got to give it to the Patriots. I do not have to give it to the Patriots. Oh. Ryan Fitzpatrick will light the Patriots up. Oh. The Rams will be okay. The Cowboys are going to fuck the Rams up. Is what I'm trying to say here. Okay. Uh, a lot of sacks. All right. So all in all, who do you give it to? All in all, here, let's go with, uh... You picked almost all Clarence. All Clarence, so I'm going to go with Clarence, yeah. I'm going to go with Clarence's team. Yep, I'm going to give this one to Max by a hair. And the defense side, I think, is the the big one. The big game changer. Defense is the kicker. Defense is the kicker. Speaking of kicker, let's play some poker. You can still hear me. And that is right. Poker indeed. Saturday, my house. Give us a shout. I'll be sending out a, a text message soon with times. We'll, uh, yeah. I'm about to take your money in fantasy football. Let me take your money in poker as well. Alrighty. On to the next preview. We have the Golden God going up against auction, <laughs> auction drafts. Are racist. Mark versus Nick. Projections for the matchup. 122 for the Golden Gods. 128 for the racist drafters. Get right into it. Lamar Jackson for Mark going up against Russell Wilson. 
Good matchup here. I really like this matchup. Uh, Lamar Jackson against Cleveland. Russell Wilson in the Dome at Atlanta. I'm going with Lamar Jackson. I'm going with Russell Wilson. I think uh, he pulls it out against that perennially awful defense of Atlanta. I give it to Lamar because, well. Well, he's Lamar, he's yeah. Lamar. <laughs> and into. On to the running back position, we have Todd Gurley, projected 14 points, going up against Seattle. Aaron Jones, projected 13, at Minnesota, for Mark. And on the other side, Nick's rolling out Marlon Mack against Jacksonville. Could be a good matchup if he gets all that work. He's projected 13 points. And Kenyon Drake, projected 12 points against San Francisco. Had success last year against San Francisco, uh, but I think it's going to be a challenging day for Mac and Irving for Drake. So I'm especially give it, since he's, you know, still not officially back at practice. So. Well, it, it, it's precautionary. Uh, I'm going with Todd Gurley and Aaron Jones. I think I will as well go with Todd Gurley and Aaron Jones. And going on to the wide receivers, we have Ty and AJ Brown for Mark. Hilton projected 14 against Jacksonville. A.J. Brown projected 11 against Denver. Might be modest projections for him. But on the other side, we have Calvin Ridley projected 14 points and Tyler Lockett 14 points. I'm going to give it to... Oh, man. This is tough here. Ridley's playing Seattle, Lockett, Atlanta. I think those matchups are, are just really, really grand. So I'm going to go with them. Yep, I agree. Um, I like the matchup for both of them. Uh, yeah, Ridley and Lockett as well. In the tight end spot, we have Zach Ertz. Old Steady, projected 12 points, playing Washington. Going up against Hayden Hurst at versus Seattle, uh, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz until Hurts, Hurst can uh, prove, prove to me. Yeah, I like Zach Ertz as well. I think Hurst will be the real deal. I really do. But uh, Seattle was very vulnerable last year against tight ends. They had a real problem stopping him. Now they have Jamal Adams, so that deficiency is gone. I think Adams locks up Hurst week one. So, yeah, Hurst. Hurts. 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 Hurst. Hurst. Fuck. All right, let's get into the flex spot. We have Stefan Diggs projected 11 points going up against the Jets, and that's for Mark. On the other side, we have Nick rolling out Robert Woods playing against Dallas. I got to give it to Robert Woods just because I don't know what Stefan Diggs is going to be in Buffalo. Yeah, I, I agree. We know what Robert Woods is, and that's that's receptions and yards. You add touchdowns to that, and then it's just gravy. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, Robert Woods, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. Stefan Diggs is a little bit of a question mark for sure. And in the Superflex, we have Kyler Murray projected 15 points playing San Francisco. On the other side, for Nick, we have Ryan Fitzpatrick projected 12 points playing against New England. I Like I said, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to light up New England. But I still got to go with Kyler Murray. 
I do not think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to light up New England. I give it to Kyler Murray. Alrighty, in the defense we have the Chargers for Mark. Projected nine points going up against Cincinnati. And on the other side we have the Steelers defense. Projected 19 points playing the Giants. Yeah, I got to go with projections here. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense is really good. New York is who knows. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. Yeah, I agree. I give it to uh, the Steelers as well. So all in all, we have, uh, once again, Mark projected 122 points. We have Nick projected 128 points. I give it to Nick. Yeah, I think I give it to Nick as well. Um, it's the defense puts him over the edge. Yeah, and I, I think it's going to be a close matchup from what it looks like. You never know when Lamar Jackson's going to throw up 50 points. So, uh, But yeah, I, like I said, I think it will be a good one. Welcome to the league, Nick. Yes, sir, and good luck. On to our next matchup. We have Ryan Keller, the two-headed monster, um, going up against Todd, the fetus eaters. Projected 138 points. He is the favorite. Um, yeah, two of the top, the one and two teams in the power rankings going head-to-head, and they're projected the highest two points in the league from what I see. Uh, but let's start off with the quarterback. You got Matt Ryan for Keller. Uh, projected 20 points going up against the Seattle Seahawks. On the other side, you have Tom Brady. Uh, his first start with the Tampa Bay Bucks projected 18 points going up against the Saints. Who do you give it to? I got to give this one to Matt Ryan at home against Seattle. Seattle's defense does not really worry me. I guess you know they they probably have improved, but uh, I'm not trusting Tom Brady yet. Yeah, for I, some reason. No, I. I... <laughs> That's usually when he comes back to bite me in the ass every time. But, no, I think I'll give it to Matt Ryan as well. Um, On to the running back. This one's going to be interesting. We have Ezekiel Elliott projected 19 points going up against the L.A. Rams. We have Alvin Kamara projected 17 points going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks for Keller. Definitely that the, the biggest one-two punch we got. On the other side, we have Christian McCaffrey projected 26 points going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. And then Le'Veon Bell projected 12 points going up against the Buffalo Bills. Um, real close. You know, McCaffrey's just such a game changer, but I give it to, I give it to Zeke and Kamara. I think, uh, Bell has a rough day in Buffalo. Yeah, I definitely think the double-headed, I mean, the, the two-headed monster. Gets it done here. Uh, wins the running back position, Zeke and Kamara. On to the wide receiver spot. We have Cooper Cup projected 14 points playing Dallas. And Tyler Boyd projected 12 points against the Chargers. And for Todd, we have DJ Moore projected 15 against uh, Vegas. And Allen Robinson projected 13 against Detroit. Pretty much... A wash here, in my opinion. I'm going to give it to Cup and Boyd. Just I, for no reason other than I like them a little bit better. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it to uh, DJ Moore and Allen Robinson just for the fact that uh, I like the duo better. Okay. Personally. On to the tight end, Rob Gronkowski for Keller projected eight points going up against the New Orleans Saints. On the other side, Mark Andrews projected ten points going up against the Cleveland Browns. 
for Todd. Uh, I'll give this one to Mark Andrews. Yeah, I got to give it to Mark Andrews. Like, yeah, like we don't. I don't know what what they're gonna do with Gronk other than get him touchdowns, but might be hard to come by. I'm, I'm gonna trust Mark Andrews in this matchup. Uh, yeah, Marco. Yeah, definitely Mark Andrews. I think. Um, I you're here in training camp buzz that Gronk's going to be the the red zone target, which let's face it, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, Mark Andrews, that's uh, Lamar's go-to guy. So on to the flex, Keller's trot now. His boy Terry McLaurin projected 12 points going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Todd is bringing out AJ Green going up against the LA Chargers. Projected 10 points. I agree with the. Uh, with the projections, I give it to Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I got to give it to Terry as well until we see AJ Green is healthy. I'm going to go with the uh, the new stud in the Superflex. A couple of quarterbacks here. Keller is rolling out Derek Carr, projected 15 points against Carolina, and on the other side. Cam Newton projected 17 points against Miami. I like Cam Newton. Uh, I think he gets a rushing touchdown, which puts him over the edge. Yeah, I think I'll pick Cam Newton as well. Um, It's closer than I thought I would think it would be. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I I give it to Cam. I do know what you're saying. Uh, In the defense, we have the Colts. For Keller, projected 13 points going up against Jacksonville. And for Todd, we have the 49ers, projected 17 against Arizona. Uh, I like San Francisco in this matchup just because we know that Kyler Murray gives up sacks. Doesn't necessarily take hits, but uh, gives up sacks. (laughs) Yeah. And until they until they prove that they they can protect him, I'm gonna I'm gonna take defenses against him. Yeah, uh, I uh, I will go with the Colts. Actually, um, I'm not too worried about Jacksonville putting up a ton of points. Um, I'm more worried about Arizona putting up a ton of points, and they they play the 49ers real tight. That's last year they played them real tight, and they've just gotten better on offense. So, um, yeah, I think I'll give the Colts to this one. All in all, though, who do you give it to? Let's see. I think I mostly picked uh, the two-headed monster. So let's go with Keller to get a win and to continue the streak against the fetus, fetus eaters to take it to 3-0 against the Todd's team. What about you, Brock? I pretty much split it right down the middle. Heads, tails. I'm going to flip this electrical tape. All right. Todd it is. Flip of the coin for the win. All right, who's our next matchup? The Glizzy Gods going up against ODB in the 8-pound Chits. C. Stu projected 123. Brock, the favorite in the matchup, projected 129. These two teams have never played except for when they played. (laughs) We just don't have the history. Deshaun Watson for C. Stew projected 18 points against Kansas City tonight. And Carson Wentz 
for Brock. Projected 18 points as well against Washington. Neither of them, I feel like, well, I don't know, uh, weapons, I think they both are dealing with wide receivers being injured. Let's just go with Deshaun Watson because I have no reason other than he's Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, I and I can't fault you for that. And uh, Washington actually has a good defense, so HTTFT. Cam Akers and Melvin Gordon for the Glizzy Gods. Cam projected 12. Gordon projected 11. Going up against Clyde Edwards, the Rook. First game tonight. And Miles Sanders. Let's just give the rookie the benefit of the doubt in this matchup. Uh, And Miles Sanders, like, what is... He he's he's the guy there. They he's, said he might he's be the limited. Only guy. He might be limited, uh, but I doubt it. It's a divisional game. If they're losing, they're going to get their playmakers the ball. I'm going to give it to Clyde and Miles. In the wide receiver spot, we have Devonte Adams and Juju Smith Schuster. Devonte projected 16 points. Juju projected 13. And that's for the glizzy gods. ODB and the eight-pound shits are rolling out Jay uh, Jones, Julio Jones, and DJ Shark. Or Chark. Jones, Jones projected 18 points. Shark projected 20. 12 points. Sorry. I'm going to give this one to Devontae and Juju. I don't know why. I just think I like Devontae Adams to uh, get a couple TDs in week one. And we know that's kind of hard to come by for Julio. Um, So, yeah, I got to give the wide receivers to the Glizzies. Into the tight end spot, we have Evan Ingram projected nine points playing Pittsburgh. For C. Stoop. And Brock with Hunter Henry playing Cincinnati. Hunter Henry, nobody's given him any uh, any credit, especially during this offseason. Uh, but I think this matchup week one, I think he's still an integral part of that offense. You got Mike Williams, who is questionable. Hunter Henry is my pick here. And onto the flex, we have Rugs for C. Stew playing Carolina. And Tariq Cohen projected 13 points for Brock. I like Tariq here. Uh, yeah, Rugs can, can go off for probably 26, 28 points off two or three receptions. But. I'm not sure if I'm trusting Gruden to get him involved that much that early in the season. So I'm going to go with Tariq Cohen. In the Superflex, a couple of quarterbacks. Josh Allen for C. Stew projected 19 points against the Jets. And Kirk Cousins projected 15 
going up against Green Bay for Brock. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I, I gotta give it to. Gotta give it to Josh Allen. You know the uh, he just scores the, more points. The, he scores more points. The rushing ability. He's got. He's got weapons. Let's see if he can use them. Uh, but then again, Kirk Cousin could throw the ball a little bit more this year. We'll see. But I'm going to go with Josh Allen in this matchup. On the defense, we have the Eagles projected 17 points for C. Stew. They're playing Washington. And the Ravens for Brock projected 12 points against Cleveland. Well, I, right here, I'm just going to go with the better defense. And that is the Baltimore Ravens. I know that Washington, you know, could be a really good matchup for the Eagles. I just don't know what the Eagles defense is going to be. I do know what the Ravens defense is going to be, and that's good. So I'm going to go with Ravens. Overall, who do I give it to? Let me go through Deshaun Watson. Boom. 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 I got Brock by two points in week one. All right. I do appreciate it. On to our final matchup. We have mixing it up. Connor going up against tip to tip the bro team. Mr. Clump, Mr. Carson. Let's see how it stacks up. Dak Prescott projected 20 points for Connor. On the other side, Patrick Mahomes projected 25 points going up against Houston today. I give it to Patty Mahomes. On the running back, we have Joe Mixon projected 16 points and Chris Carson projected 15 points. On the other side, Kalen Austin, they're trotting out. David Johnson projected 13 points and Rojo going up against the New Orleans Saints projected 10 points. I give it to Mixon and Carson. On to the wide receiver. We have Keenan Allen projected 15 points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Amari Cooper projected 11 points going up against the L.A. Rams. Uh, on the other side for Austin and Kale, Chris Godwin projected 12 points going up against the Saints. And Kenny Galladay projected 12 points going up against the Saints. I will also give this one to Connor. Um, I, I just like the matchups better. Um, Amari Cooper, he's gonna have to deal with, he's gonna have to deal with Ramsey. I think that's a, that's a pretty tough matchup, but, uh, Keenan Helena against Cincinnati, I think he could go off. And, and Godwin and Galladay both, they have tough matchups. So I give it to the wide receivers over there. Um, onto the tight end, Darren Waller projected 10 points going up against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Kalen Austin, Tyler Higby projected 9 points going up against the Dallas Cowboys. I gotta give this one to uh, Waller. Uh, I like the matchup, and I, I just want to see Higby do it one more week. That that's my big thing. I think Higby can be great, and he could be a star. I just gotta see it first. On to the flex, we have Cortland Sutton projected eleven points going up against the Tennessee Titans for Connor. Matt Breida going up against the New England Patriots uh, projected eight points. Actually, I'm gonna give it to Breida. Um, really, that's so bad. <laughs> I know it is, but the that's why I hate my team. I, I'm, I think Brita might do, might have more of a role than Jordan Howard, um, especially going up against the Patriots, who they've lost a lot of their line and linebacker core for opt outs and stuff. 
Um, Cortland Sutton's got a hell of a matchup, so uh, we'll see. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with my gut and give it to Brita. I may be completely fucking wrong, but who knows. On to the Superflex. We have Emmanuel Sanders projected eight points going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks for Connor. On the other side, Big Ben Roethlisberger projected 16 points going up against the New York Football Giants. And uh, I give it to Big Ben. I usually go quarterback in this, not to mention this specific quarterback has a hell of a matchup. And then on to the defense. It's a dead wash. Both projected 12 points. You got the Seahawks going up against the Atlanta Falcons for Connor. Then you have the Vikings going up against the Green Bay Packers. And I will give it to the... I think I'll give this one to the Minnesota Vikings by a nut hair. But all in all, I think I got to give it to Connor. Um, I think he edges you guys out. And yeah, that's that's the pick. To be fair, my nut hairs are really long. So <laughs> it may be sounds bigger like than defense you think. is going to be the swinger in this it one. It may be bigger than you think. Well, once again, everybody, thank you. Um, we are back. We're fucking excited. I know you guys are. Um, just a friendly reminder, if you want to be on the podcast, just let us know. Well, we have enough microphones and everything to get everybody on here. So um, I know we're going to have Michael coming up soon. Have some other people in here. Stuff like that really... Uh, Everybody's welcome. Yeah, everybody's welcome. If you want to leave us a voicemail, um, you can do that. It may be used as an outro song. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever you want to say, just just let let it let it out. Yep, just let we'll it piss you off, uh, which I doubt we would, unless you fall asleep at our drafts and uh, beat your girlfriend because of kratom. Because of kratom. If you're still listening, uh, is he's. We're, we're still going to bring it up. We're still going to bring it up. Forgot your name, Adam, if you're still listening. Uh, shout out. Shout out to Adam. Give us another call. We'll make another mixtape out of it. Yep, and uh, I'm sure your uh, cellmates will really enjoy that. But that is it for the first episode of the third year of the FGBL podcast. Uh, as always, we like to thank you, and like we always like to say, keep, keep it crispy. crispy. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes. I want my I want my money back. 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 You guys are bitches. I want my I want my money back. I want my, I want my money back. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes.